0: everyone, welcome to today's podcast. We're gonna talk about how to stop binging. This is the big one, right? Um, The first thing we wanna understand is there's usually two big causes of binging. It's either you're not eating enough and so you're super hungry, you're over restricting and you're getting yourself really hungry and you can't control your eating or there's some emotional reasons behind it. Now, whichever one it is, we start in the same spot, which is when you are binging and you wanna get some control over it, The first step, I'm going to urge you, don't just try and stop it. And I think that's what most people do. They they kind of recognize when they typically binge and they try and just stop themselves from doing it. And I would suggest that you don't start with just stopping yourself. I would start by first seeking to understand it, right? Really starting to gain some awareness of what's going on here, you know? Because the first step is, where am I at? Is it more of a physical thing where I'm getting myself way too hungry Or is it more of an emotional thing? And sometimes it can be a little of both, okay? But the more you understand what is going on behind the binge, the better you're going to be at coming up with a real genuine strategic solution to it that serves you forever, okay? But if you just try and stop it, you're not dealing with any of it. Um, Alcoholics Anonymous, they they always have a term for people, alcoholics just stop drinking. And they call them dry drunks because they never dealt with the under, the the issues behind it that led to the drinking you know and so it's the same thing here we want to understand what's going on if you've got this behavior there's probably a reason why you know and so we seek to understand it so if it is eating wise right so this is a common one again it, it, it goes across the board here but if you find that a lot of times you're binging and so that's the first step is to recognize when am i binging when's this happening And if you start to notice, oh, it's happening in the afternoons, the evenings, a lot of times that's the result of not eating enough during the day, right? So if you're over restricting your eating um, during the day and then you find that you're typically way overeating and binging in the afternoon, evening, the first thing I would suggest you look at is what are you doing for the day, right? If you're trying to eat as little as possible, if you're trying to just not eat breakfast and lunch, um, what's, what's happening to your hunger, you know? So when you're binging notice, where's my hunger level at? If I'm super hungry, the easiest solution is don't let yourself get that hungry. <laughs> could, we want the simplest solution is the one we want. All right. And of course that takes awareness first. So if that's the case, and this is very common, if you're over restricting earlier in the day, notice if that's the cause of it. Because a lot of times where the problem shows up where we say, okay, I got to stop myself binging. Well, the problem isn't that you're binging. The problem is that you're not eating enough before that. You see, the problem is that you've got a strategy to get yourself so hungry, you can't control yourself. Right? And there's no willpower in the world that's gonna be able to control when you're starving. Okay, so you should put that idea in your mind. Mastering your weight's not about starving yourself, it's about managing your hunger so that you can make the best, healthiest choices possible, okay? Um, so that's, that's the restriction one. That one's relatively easy in that sense, okay? The second thing that's usually the big com, um, you know component of this is emotional reasons. Listen, we live in a society where we're trained to use food as one of the main emotional management strategies that we rely upon. And so it's not unusual that you know if we feel sad or stressed or whatever kind of negative emotion, we tend to go to food in order to deal with that. And a couple things are happening here. First off is that when we go to the food and we start binging or overeating, it distracts us from whatever's making us feel bad. Okay, so that's the first part of it. Um, the second part is that, hey, listen, eating food and especially processed food, it's designed in a way to literally activate our pleasure centers of our brain. You know, so it literally has a pain-reducing component to food physically, okay? So if you're in emotional pain, eating food does make you feel better and it distracts you from whatever's bothering you, okay? However, it's not a real genuine solution emotionally to whatever that problem is, and that's what I want you to look at it as. If you feel lonely, for example, and you turn to cookies and ice cream and cake at night in order to not feel that loneliness, it's not really resolving that loneliness. It's not resolving that emotion. So again, the first step is awareness. If you're eating for emotional reasons and you're overeating for emotional reasons, the first step is that what emotions am I looking to avoid and to feel? Because once you understand what those emotions are, then you can begin asking the questions, what are some other ways I can experience the emotions I wanna feel without food, okay? So for example, if you feel lonely and that kind of triggers you to overeat, then the question now becomes, what do I wanna feel? Well, maybe I wanna feel connection. You know, and so now the question becomes, how can I feel more connection in my life? Well, maybe it's calling friends or family, you know, at that time. Maybe it's going out somewhere and joining, you know, some class to do something where you're around other people. But that's a genuine solution, right? And again, the way you know if it's a genuine solution or not is kind of zoom out a little bit. You eat that food, you eat the ice cream, the cookies, the cake. After you're done with it, 10 minutes after you're done, do you not feel lonely anymore? No, of course, you feel just as lonely as you did before you ate it, right? That just took your mind off it for a few minutes. But if you make a real plan to go out and be with people, to call people, to connect with people, again, you take a step out and, you know, an hour after you've done that, you still feel kind of a lingering effect from that behavior. Genuinely, it it resolves your emotions in a better way. So as you start orienting yourself that way emotionally to really look for genuine emotional satisfaction and not just distraction with the food, that can kind of help you get a kind of handle on it. So these are the two big ones. The third one, I guess, that comes up is that sometimes you might just be someone, when you eat, you just tend to overeat too much, you know, and it might just be kind of habitual, you know? And in that sense, it's very similar to the first one where you want to recognize this, what's going on? What's this pattern here? When am I doing it? Who's around when I'm doing it or not around when maybe I do it, I'm alone. What mood am I in when I typically am binging and overeating? Again, you want to analyze and understand all the factors of it, because then you can come up with a better strategy to resolve it. Okay? Um, But I will tell you, once you understand the the effects of it, now let's just say it it doesn't have to do. You're not hungry. It's not an emotional thing. It's just a habit you've had your whole life. And in that case, it becomes, I want to be a person who can eat the right amount in these situations. But now you've got context. You understand the situation, where you're at, who's there, who's not there, the mood you're in. And now you can start saying, how can I make better food choices? How can I eat more appropriately in that situation? How do I want to eat in that situation? And you begin asking a solution-oriented question about how you want to be. And then the focus and the practice becomes, how can I actually eat that way consistently? Okay. So here you go. You got three options now to kind of approach um, binge eating and, and, you know, deal with it. I'll give you one more bonus one, one more last one is what foods you're eating. If you're eating a lot of processed food, you're going to find it's a lot easier to binge because these foods are literally designed, engineered to be binged on, you know, to create binge behavior. And so that'd be the last one. It doesn't apply to everyone. If you're eating a lot of processed food, start switching it over to more natural, whole foods. And you're going to find that you naturally and automatically um, don't binge on them <laughs> and you have much more control of your eating because, again, these foods are very they're they're literally designed to be binged on to, to, to overeat them, you know. And so the easiest way to avoid that is just start eating more natural, healthy food um, and that'll help you with it. OK, so I hope this helps you out. Um, if you have any questions, anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. Michi Kam, how's it going? Yeah. Um, yeah if anyone's got any questions any weight loss stuff feel free to ask welsh sam how can i stop craving and snacking on chocolate um yeah okay well here's what i would say welsh sam is i would start out with understand there's three the three R's of weight loss weight mastery reduce replace remove and so what most people do when it comes to losing weight is they focus on the removing one (laughs) i gotta stop eating chocolate maybe you know what i mean but if that works for you do it but if it doesn't work for you if it just feels overwhelming to just stop eating chocolate then you have replace and remove reduce and so um i i say this to you because i want you to have options i want you to choose the option that's most appealing to you so often with weight loss we kind of take away our autonomy and our choice and just say i have to do it this way you know and that instantly makes us feel kind of rebellious and sets us up for failure so the first thing i want to do is give you choices you know, which one would work best for you? Because what we're looking to do here is not just to never eat chocolate, unless that's what you want. You know what I mean? Maybe you never want eat chocolate again. But I would imagine you'd much rather like to be able to eat chocolate in a more moderate way and achieve the goal weight you want to live at and still have chocolate in your life. That, that's the goal I have and that I live with. Um, so assuming that may be the goal, uh, you know, it starts with how can I get more control over it? Um, and what I did is I compressed my chocolate eating to just after dinner that's the only time I'll eat chocolate monday through friday my my clean days and i don't eat chocolate during the day I, I won't do it um so i've compressed it and and that's helpful because i haven't given it up completely i know i just have to wait till after dinner and then after dinner i know i'm going to have chocolate that i really enjoy and i have a strategy to eat a proper amount of it so i'm not going crazy with it and i'll tell you it's a simple strategy the strategy is that it's good chocolate i have found that if i eat like like peanut butter cup chocolate, um, Hershey chocolate, stuff like that. Um, I find that I don't really even, I'm like, ah, this isn't even that good. And then I find I want more of it five minutes after I finished eating it. Okay. So again, it's just engineered to, to make you want to crave it. (laughs) Oh, thanks for my hat. Um, and so what you want to do, if you start eating more, what I've found anyways, and a lot of my clients have is if you start to eat like a real high quality chocolate, you may find that it's a lot more satisfying, you know? So that's what I would suggest. Miss Independent, how's it going? Um, How would you recommend to deal with stopping with eating before getting too full? Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. Um, I'd say it's practice, you know, and, and people don't think of weight loss like that too much, but it's really practice. Uh, I go back to the idea that on a fundamental level, people approach weight loss as if they just need more information, right? Just give me the diet plan, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. That's bullshit, That that's not true. You need to practice doing these new things as well. Um, let me put it in a different context. You know, you know everything there is to know about how to write, right? You can write with your hand. You can write all the letters, write sentences. You can write paragraphs, <laughs> you can write, fill the whole page with writing. So, you know, everything there is to know about writing, right? But you can't do it with the other hand. You see, so, so information doesn't equal behavior. And so when it comes to changing up something like eating, okay. And, and it's, a, there's a lot more to it than just, oh yeah, I'll just eat slower. I'll just eat less, right? It sounds so simple. But it's not. You know, it's like saying, I'm just going to write with my other hand. I know how to write. I'm just going to write with my other hand. I know how to make all the letters. I know how to do that. I'll just write with my other hand. Right? We'll go ahead and do it. And it's like running into a brick wall. You can't do it because you haven't trained yourself. You see? So this is the part of weight loss that most people avoid. And I don't even see, I don't even know what programs out there because they're just telling you what to do. Do this, do this, do this. Eat this way. Work out this way. Count your calories. Don't eat this. Do they're always telling you what to do and never giving you any strategy how to get yourself to do it. And so you try and do it. You do it for a day or two, and then you can't do it anymore. And then you don't. You get frustrated. You don't know what to do. <laughs> Program yourself. Then is all about the practicality of how do you get yourself to do these things that you want to do, like eating not till I'm totally full, but eating so that I'm comfortable. That's a huge shift. That's like that's right in the ballpark of like eating, like uh, eating slower. Yeah, okay, no, you know what it's like sticking with the handwriting. It's like eating with the other hand. Right. It's like, so imagine that whatever hand you use to eat with your fork. Now, say you're going to switch it and do it with the other hand. You're going to use a knife with that hand. Right. So it feels weird and uh, it's going to slow you down, which is a good thing. You know what I mean? But it's um, it's a process is what I'm trying to say. You know, so what I would recommend more than any just specific strategy or technique is to understand the mindset of what's going on here. There's the intention I want to eat until I'm comfortable, not till I'm full. That's the intention. And now you create a system to work on that, to practice that. Because there's no, oh, just do this. Oh, let me just hypnotize you. Now you just eat totally different. That would be like, let me just hypnotize you. Now you can write with the other hand. That No. That's not how hypnosis works, you know? Nothing works that way. You have to practice it. But if you take this this mindset approach of of practicing becoming the person you wanna be, practicing eating moderately, practicing ultimately being a thin person, if you take that mindset on, it's a much clearer path that makes sense. Because the path you've been on makes zero sense. The idea that Monday's gonna come and you're just gonna all of a sudden be a different person and just eat different, you know what I mean? Act different, live different, buy different food, cook different food. All of a sudden, just all a, it's all different. It's so crazy. It makes no sense. So yeah, you got you got to practice it. Tinkles, Wait, what's, I like that name. Tinkles says, "How to stop going nuts on eating carbs, please? I eat nicely all day, and then at night I'll wake up and eat bread at three a.m. Please help." Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. The three a.m. wake up. You know I, that is such an interesting phenomenon, right? I've worked with a lot of people with that. Um, it's hard to know without a lot more detail what's triggering that, but I will tell you the most common one. Uh, when you say eat nicely all day, the first thing I always ask is are you restricting too much during the day? Because sometimes when people restrict too much during the day, they end up overeating at night or doing the, the wake up in the middle of the night thing and eat. Okay. So that's one thing um, that I would ask. Because if you're not eating enough, you know, that's the, that's the main problem. You're not going to overcome that. You got to eat more. Um, other than that, you know, yeah, eating the bread at night. Uh, I would not want to do that uh, for a number of reasons. But uh, what do you do? This is a hard one to answer, like, just in general. Because it's like, this is like a specific problem. You know what I mean? That takes r- specific content to come up with a specific solution. Um, but what I would suggest, again, the first thing I'd say is you eating enough during the day. Um, the second thing is, you know, maybe initially I'd probably just get rid of the bread. You know what I mean? Maybe to some degree. Uh, you know because you, you're now probably this habit right where you feel like you gotta eat the bread in order to be able to go back to sleep right Um, so you know if you get rid of the bread completely for a week or two just to break the habit you know what I mean because once you once there's no bread there you can't eat it and just see what you do you know you either eat something else or you just don't eat anything go back to bed you know but but again we just want to do something different make, make something different make the environment different the situation different so you have to act differently and then we kind of take it from there So that's why I said it's kind of, I wish I could give you a more satisfying answer, but this is the type of thing that just requires more specificity. How can I stop craving and snacking on chocolate? I think I just answered that. Um, But yeah, yeah. Your videos helped me tremendously. Oh, I'm glad, Kiki. That makes me very happy. Um, That's what they're there for. You know what I mean? Like I'm always looking to help you guys out because, you know, I don't know my story, but, you know, this to me is is life and death here. So I'm, I'm really, I'm glad to be able to help you all out. Um, lost 25 kilograms. Ah, I gained it back two years later. Uh, it sucks. Ice 306 spice. Um, yeah, it just sucks. I, I, I that, that's the worst to me, you know, and that, that's all my clients, you know, everyone's done that. I mean, the people I end up working with are people, listen, like, like not losing weight on a diet is not the worst thing. The worst thing is when you lose the weight and then you put it back on. That That is like one of the most, one of the most difficult things to deal with. You know, most people can only deal with that a couple times before they're just like, they're just like, I'm done. I'm done, you know? And then, then they just get stuck, you know? Um, what I will suggest to you is this, though, that you learn from that, okay? If you take it upon yourself to look at and say, okay, I lost the weight, and you, and you learn from both things, by the way. You learn from how you lost the weight and how you put it back on, but how you lost the weight, what I want you to learn from that is what was unsustainable about it? You know what I mean? Like like obviously you to, to make to lose twenty-five kilograms is, is very is a big accomplishment. And so in order to do that, there was strategy there. Some of that strategy kind of fit you and was okay and good. And some of it you probably really didn't like. And so what I suggest is looking back on that and taking everything that happened to you, and I know it's painful, but you take and you learn from it. The brain gives a pain for learning. And you start crafting a new way forward that takes into account the things that worked for you and kind of resonated with you, and you discard the shit that didn't. You know, people do this all the time with the diets, they try and fit a round peg into a square hole and they just follow these diets that they don't even like just cause they wanna lose the weight. But you now, um, you, you now, I, I, uh, 306 Spice, you now have wisdom that this isn't about just losing weight. This is about mastering your weight. This is about getting to your goal weight and living there for the rest of your life on your autopilot. And that requires that you come up with a plan and a strategy that's customized and built around you. And program yourself Then we have three pillars. There's a workbook where you go through the blueprints, weight mastery blueprints, mindset, lifestyle, eating. And they're all customized to you. You know, because most of the diets out there, it's like you're just taking, you know, someone's just telling you what to eat. You don't know this person, they don't know you, and you're just going to follow what they say, you know? And we try and follow things that don't resonate with us and aren't the right fit. So it takes a little more time, but now you realize, now again, you've got a lot of wisdom you've gained out of your experience. And I know it sucks at this point, but by going through an experience you can you can you can extract a lot of value and wisdom from that experience and set yourself up for success moving forward in the program program yourself then we call it utilization learn from what happened you know double down on the pieces of what worked for you before that that resonated with you discard the parts that don't and figure out a plan that really is fits like a glove for you that that's the secret okay um, Ninja ran, watched your free meditation here it was just what I needed. Lost five kilos in four weeks. Hey, great job. That's awesome. That's so awesome. Yeah. It's crazy, right? Once your mindset gets, gets like tweaked a bit, right? It's amazing what you can accomplish. You know, the whole game's mindset. You know what I mean? Everything's mindset. That That's the biggest impact on your weight is mindset. You know, bigger than your genetics, uh, hormones, type two diabetes, insulin resistance, any of that stuff. Um, low carb worked for me. 60 gone, net carbs, 20 a day. Nice. In six months. Wow. Eating slower, so eating less than. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, low carb, I think, is... I love low carb, personally. Now, again, you know, here's a funny thing, right? And I'm a big fan of, like, words. (laughs) So low carb, you know, like, I don't think of it like low carb anymore. Like, I just think about it as normal, (laughs) right? Because the number one source of calories for American adults is baked goods. Right, refined carbs are just so omnipresent in our diet, the American diet, that not eating those is considered low carb. But that's just normal, you know. Eating so much flour is completely just out of line with anything natural, you know. It's just not normal, and it causes all sorts of problems. So, so great job with that. Um, that that's just brilliant, you know. So everyone, I mean everyone, you know, if you're eating a standard American diet. Then uh, you know I just want to speak to this too because you know like I look at this is really basic. this is Bruce Lee was a martial artist came up with a martial art called G Kune Do where he would take what worked discard what didn't he'd study boxing fencing any anything take some things that worked for him discard the rest and so I suggest you use that same approach that's what we do in program yourself then we're always crafting a one of a kind plan the golden rule is there's no right or wrong there's only what works for you um, and so when you adopt that mindset. It allows you to look at all the different diets and understand, you know, that like keto, like I'm a vegetarian, well, pescatarian, um, but I appreciate keto. Like, like I understand, like, cause they want to cut down the carbs, you know? So it's like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. And so I can look at all these different diets and I can pick out different pieces of them that I like, you know, um, but I'm always tweaking it and make sure it fits for me, you know, my philosophy. So great job with this, the low carbs and just keep tweaking it so if it fits for you. Great, great results. And eating slower is always a smart. Smart strategy. All right, Jilly, what's up? Um, Jill, I, you know, I, I know I, I with the code, I I'm going to email you maybe today, if not tomorrow. Um, but also the end of the program happened for you and, and it, there was a mix up. So I'm going to, I got some email coming at you. Um, huge problem for me. Sleep apnea. Yep. Sleep apnea is tough. Um, I'll tell you one thing just real quick to, to, to help with sleep apnea. Potentially is mouth taping, you know? I think um, that's been amazing for me. I made a video on that. It's just a little piece of tape you put over your lip, the size of it, a stamp, and you put it on your lip, and it holds your, it, it changes everything with it in terms of how you sleep, because it keeps your mouth closed. Uh, me anyways, and a lot of people, that, uh, your mouth opens when you fall asleep, then you start breathing through your mouth, all sorts of problems. So the tape, it just, it changes your, there's a breathing posture, right? There's a lot of stuff inside of here that um you can, shift little little micro shifts in it and it can change the whole experience of breathing at night you know sleep apnea it, it can help you know the book called breathe um those, those guys i think one of those guys had sleep apnea um but it stopped my snoring you know so i, I don't know sleep apnea but it, it, it was in that ballpark so anyways i just suggest that to you real quick um i try to wait out and fall back to sleep um all right i'm gonna assume that wasn't Barbara that asked that but um, restriction led me down a scary road. Yeah, restriction is, I don't think it's a, a smart strategy long-term. L- like, you know, I, I mean, you know, listen, I mean, any what's their definition of restriction? I, I'm assuming you're referring to like being extremely restricted. And um, that's just not, anytime like you're super restrictive and you always bounce off, I'm like, I'm obsessed with this. Like, am I constantly thinking about food? Am I always hungry? If you're always thinking about that, then something's wrong. You we really want to shoot for not just weight loss but comfortable weight loss. <clears throat> I think you want to shoot for um, like a, a process that feels good. You know what I mean? Like like that's the secret. What to eat instead of the bread? Um, yeah, I mean what to eat instead of the bread. I mean, I, I if I was gonna eat anything, and that's probably what I would do. If I was dealing with a three thirty wake up and I was eating bread, then the first thing I would do is okay, I can wake up at three thirty and eat, but it's got to be something natural, something whole. Um, and I'm talking like fruits, vegetables, ballpark, you know, and that's something I put on myself because I wouldn't want to be eating at night anyways. I wouldn't want to get up and eat a loaf of bread because it's like, now your body's got to digest it. That's a lot of work for your body. You want to go back to sleep. You're not going to go back to sleep very well for a number of reasons. Um, so yeah, I mean, anything, anything other than the bread, basically, I mean, obviously natural and whole That's where I'd go with it. Um, but yeah, dealing with it too, I mean, you know, that's a big part of, that's a big part of it, right? Really. Like, how do you, how do you like eat? Someone asked that, right? so how do you eat less food? You know, how do you eat slower? How do you change your eating behavior, your, your mode? And um, a lot of that, I mean, it's just practice, but what are you practicing? Again, program yourself then, like there's a couple components to the program. One of the main ones is that every morning you wake up with a five minute hypnosis session. Right? Eight weeks, everyone, it's a different session every day. There's a core weight loss mantra in each one of those. But every time you're listening to that, one of the things that's happening is you're practicing becoming more self-aware, relaxing, becoming more present, more in tune with your body. And the more you practice that, the easier it is to influence your eating and your behaviors, you know? So, you know, you say, well, okay, well, how do I deal with, how do I deal with eating bread in the middle of the night? You know, I could sit here and give you strategies that I may use, But the big difference, my mindset's totally different. I practice meditation and hypnosis all the time. My ability to relax and calm down and activate that mindset is way more improved because of that, you know? So it's like if you're stressed out and you're freaked out and you got a high tense life and you have no way to relax naturally, then I could sit here and give you a technique but it's not gonna matter, you know? So again, I just wanna make clear about that. You have to practice, you losing weight and becoming a thin person is a transformative process where really you're becoming a different version of yourself. And I think a good way to think about it more accurately is it's like learning another language. It's like learning a musical instrument. It's something you start and you practice with and you get better and better at. And I think that's a better way to think about losing weight and becoming a thin person than how you typically think of it. Because you think you're just going to be the same person just eating different, you know? But in order for you to eat different, you got to become a different version of yourself. I hope that makes sense, you know? Have you discussed weekends? Um, I haven't, but, you know, in program Yourself, then we set it up with a 5-2 model. So five days of clean eating, two days of pleasure eating, those are usually on the weekends. And so, um, you know, that's all strategy. And so, again, you know what I mean? There's a lot of context that I can't really go into right here. But, um, but yeah, weekends, I know, you know, weekends, you can't think of, like, just weekends, just weekends. You have to think of everything holistically, like how, how it all works together. And um, so if you, if you strategically utilize eating pleasurably on the weekends, that can be one of the most effective ways to get yourself to eat cleaner the rest of the time and to lose weight, you know, for a number of reasons. Um, I started intermittent fasting today with 10 stone to lose, trying to avoid surgery. All right, good job. Um, you know, I'll, I'll suggest, I'm just going to say it because, uh, you know, if you're serious about losing weight, <laughs> if... And I say that because I don't know. You know maybe you want to lose weight. Maybe maybe it's kind of... I always say most people don't want to lose weight. They wish they'd lose weight. And that distinction's crucial, okay? That distinction is, yeah, I wish I'd wake up tomorrow motivated and start eating better and losing weight. Wanting to is when you're like, okay, I, I'm going to make this happen. I don't know where you're at. You know what I mean? Most people are on the wish side of things, and they're not really wanting it. But if you seriously wanted to lose weight, like it was really serious to you, I would really check out my program. I've I not seen any program even close to this. It's the most comprehensive weight mastery program there is. And when you start comparing, like when you start, when the options start becoming Ozempic, surgery, some crazy diet you're going to do, fasting, uh, you know, it's time to explore the mindset approach. Because <laughs> you know, it's, I think you quickly find it makes a lot of sense. Right. Because even, you know, I've, I've worked with so many people who have gotten the surgery. They've, they've gotten their stomach literally shrunk down to this big and they still start putting weight on. How is that possible? Right. Because they never changed in here, you know. And so if you don't change in here, I don't know how you change the rest of it. You know, so I, I, I hope the best for you. If, if you know, if, if you just can't invest in anything, then you just watch all my free stuff. But, but watch it because even that's helpful. But you know, even if you got a, a minimum amount of, because I just I, I added a version of the program that doesn't include coaching, which is, I mean, it, you know, it's about as reasonable as it can get. You know what I mean? Or you free to invest in yourself in a, a real genuine situation. Vicky says I lost thirty kilograms twice. Too low calories, no maintenance plan, and no mindset change. Never again. Yeah, Vicky. Vicky knows. Again, Vicky's like, that, that's a, that's a kind of classic. I mean, she she's an outlaw super special. <laughs> but it's um, it, it's a similar. Similar uh, type of person that joins the program, very smart, very successful professionally, um, but has struggled with the weight. And usually it's because you're, all the things, the things that make you smart and successful in other areas of your life, a lot of times don't map over to the weight and they, they literally cause more problems than they solve that way. And so yeah, Vicky's on a, on a new path, so that's exciting to see and to be part of. I just watched your video about visualizing myself thin and it was convinced me to finally try a <laughs> Oh no. Well, you know, hey, good luck. You know what I mean? Like I'm here to support. I, I I don't want to um I want you to get your success however you're gonna get it. Okay. Um if you at some point decide Ozempic's not for you, I'll still be here for you and I'm happy to help you. Okay. Um agreed carbs. Agreed carbs and dairy do not work for me. Yeah, fair enough. They don't work for me either. And I love carbs. <laughs> carbs are my thing, right? For sure. But I got it. You just got to moderate it. You know, again, it's all mindset. I sit here and say, Oh, you want to deal with carbs? You just got to eat less of them. You just got to moderate. And it's like, ah. that's why I hate diets so much. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's the easiest way to make money. I, I could think of a diet every week to come up with and sell, but it's just so it's like, it's missing the point, right? The The, the part, the problem you have with losing weight is not that you don't know what to do. It's that you can't get yourself to do it, you know? And so, I could sit here and say, oh, you know, carbs are the problem. There's a normal source. And it's like, well, no shit. I mean, we all know that to some degree. The problem is, can you, can you change how you're eating them? Can you consume less carbs consistently for the rest of your life? That's the question, <laughs> you know, and we don't know the answer to that, but, but that's something I've done. You know what I mean? And I, I'm a carb monster. I, I love carbs. Love them. I used to eat more carbs. My mom was the only one I know. She'd make two types of pasta for dinner. I mean, like I carbs every single night for dinner. Um, And and now I don't, you know what I mean? And so it really is, it's not just about knowing what's good or bad for you and what you should or shouldn't eat. It's being able to get yourself to eat and act the way that you want to so you get the results you want. And that's where the mindset piece comes in, okay? Um, Sonny Hock says it's all true what he says. You just have to make sure you don't start your appetite. No sugar. Yes, that's true, right? I always say sugar is like cravings on layaway, you know? No, listen, I I like sugar. This going back to the carb thing. I think, because here's a paradigm that doesn't really exist much with weight loss, is that I don't believe in like the all or nothing stuff. Because, um, you, cause you know, like that's the thing with, with weight loss. It really is like an addiction, but it's like a managed addiction. Most things you're addicted to, you can just stop them cold turkey and just not do them again, you know? But when it comes to food, you got to keep eating. You know what I mean? So you keep interfacing with it. So so it's unique in that way. And so I was thinking of it as like a managed addiction. And so the way I look at it, um, now I I was lucky because I I was a binge eater, a binge drinker. (laughs) And, um, you know, the the drinking was out of control, but I never felt like I wanted to not drink at all. It, It just didn't feel right to me. And so what I've done is I've moderated both. I've moderated the food, moderated the alcohol into a healthy way. You know, and again, what's healthy? You know, someone say, well, no alcohol is healthy. Okay, whatever. It, we each get to decide what we want to do. And so for me, it's it's very healthy now. You know what I mean? There's no binge drinking. There's no getting drunk. There's no hangovers, none of that. I do it a couple nights a week, um, you know, and I enjoy it. And that's that. But that's how I look at sugar. That's how I look at carbs. I moderate them and I treat them all with respect. You know what I mean? I, I like the alcohol, but I treat it with a lot of respect. I know I know what it does to my body. You know what I mean? So, so I, I I touch it lightly. Same with the sugar and the carbs though, you know? So um but that's, again, that mindset. You have to change how you're thinking about it. you see? But like, that's the key part. That, that's the secret to you mastering your weight is changing how you think about so many things. That's why I get in my program. It's like 57 days. Each day is a different mantra, right? At night, you get another core mantra. That's a 10-minute session. So ultimately, you're getting like 67, just that, those sessions. You're getting 67 mantras put into your mind that aren't there now. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't think like a thin person. You think like an overweight person who wants to lose weight. There's a big difference. You think like a dieter. You know, and thinking like a thin person is really the the door you have to walk through to really to really get where you want to go. You know, because you don't realize it, but you're trapped in the mindset of a dieter, and um, it's a trap, literally. I'm also a vegetarian. What is a good way to get more protein? Um, I mean, I don't even think you have to worry about protein. I'm just gonna say it. You know, because we've just been conditioned by all the the meat industries are the biggest industry in the world. Any industry can take Oprah down, watch out. You know, because here's my question to you. Have you ever met anyone with a protein deficiency? Let me take it a step further. Have you ever met anyone, or you? Have you ever even taken a protein test to see how much protein you got in your body? You ever even heard of a protein test to test how much how deficient you might be? <laughs> have you? Right? We're so obsessed with protein. Am I getting enough protein? But you have you ever met anyone that's protein deficient? Right? You've never you've never had a protein deficiency test. You never even heard of it. So how dangerous is it? You know what I mean. How common is that? <clears throat> don't start it. I imagine she means don't start the sugar, if I'm guessing. I found eating pumpkin seeds helps with binging episodes. That's a great. That's a great strategy. That's that's a smart. See, listen. What you do, because listen, if you're watching this, if you don't watch me all the time, you you probably have like a dieting mindset. And the dieting mindset is kind of like, like every diet is like one tactic, right? Because diets are really marketing. They're looking to appeal to people that are overwhelmed, you know, exhausted, just overworked, all the rest of it. And so they need to boil it down to one simple thing, right? Because look at it, right? They're all keto, just just stop eating carbs. I mean, could anything sound simpler than that, (laughs) right? Just stop eating carbs until you do it. And you're like, oh shit, all I eat is carbs. What, What do I eat now, you know? Or Weight Watcher, just count your points intermittent fasting, just don't eat for 16 hours. Uh, low fat, just don't eat fat. You know, Mediterranean, just eat Mediterranean food. It's always like one thing, you know? And they do this because it takes an overwhelming It's like, oh, I can do that. I can do one thing. <clears throat> but the reality is that it's, it's a holistic approach is what you need. Um, but to that point, when you start looking at it holistically, when you start approaching it strategically, because when you're trying to lose weight, you're always just using willpower to change your behavior, to follow that one thing. You know, and it's not a good strategy, not long term, anyways. That's why you're struggling. That's why you can't even get started now, right? Because you, the only way you know how to lose weight is this really intensive willpower thing, and you only get access to that much willpower a couple times a year when you step on the scale and you're destroyed. You see the picture of yourself like, oh shit, and you feel so painful, so much pain that you're like, that's it, I'm gonna do it. Then you get that willpower for a couple days, you follow for a couple days, and then you stop. Okay. So the alternative is that you start being strategic. <clears throat> I always say program yourself then is like weight loss for intelligent people. And I'm just going to say it out loud because it's like if you look at this process and realize you're not just going to wake up tomorrow and just all of a sudden act different forever. Like what a fucking stupid idea. Can you stop? I don't care how smart you are. I don't care how perfectionist you are. I don't care. I don't care if you're struggling with your weight and you've been trying to lose weight for decades and you still think that there's some diet going to come along the way where you just wake up tomorrow and all of a sudden start totally acting different. Because isn't that a diet, right? Keto, I'm going to start my keto to plan tomorrow. What's that mean? That means I'm going to wake up tomorrow and eat completely different than I have for the last 50 years, 30 years. And I'm just going to eat completely different starting tomorrow until I lose the weight. No, you're not. No, you're not. Change doesn't happen like that. <laughs> you no. Know? So you need to be strategic. And strategic is, is that. So Angel, if I'm saying it right, like the idea of like eating pumpkin seeds when I feel hungry, when I feel like I want to binge, that's brilliant. You know, what I mean, like that's a real strategy that you'll probably be able to rely on a lot longer than just stopping myself from binging, you know, and you can have multiple strategies. Imagine that, you know, and that's how you master your weight. Um, so he says, then when I am ready to eat, I eat half an avocado, wait a bit, then eat a meal. Yeah, that's that's brilliant. Yeah, that's a smart strategy. <laughs> there we go. That we get some, somewhere. He's writing Some good stuff. Yeah. Good to see you. You've helped me so much. Well, thank you. I'm really I'm happy about that. That's my favorite thing. Um, Susan says, "Do you do one-on-one private sessions?" Uh, I don't even. I don't have any openings for private sessions now. Um, to be honest, I mean, my private sessions. I really, it, it's it's. I don't do it much anymore. I really focus on my group program. So, so like, good news and bad news here. The 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 bad news, I suppose, depending on where you're at. I don't know where you are financially. Um, my private coaching is is starts at ten thousand dollars for my private group, and my private one-on-one sessions are twenty-five grand. Okay, if that's not for you. <laughs> Um, the good news is I have a group coaching program that I just started and um, we're going for kind of a, maybe like the third cycle right now. And um, it's way less and you get to work with me twice a week. So, so in some ways it's like it's, you're getting more access to me. I mean, it's in a group setting, you know what I mean? But I keep the group small and I will, um, you know, so, so that I can work with you, you know? So um, what's better than one-on-one private session, certainly financially for most people, um, is the group. And so you can go, if you go to my bio and click that link, um, you'll see, you know, what the program's all about and how you can get it, you know? Because yeah, if you're serious about mastering your weight, I mean, go check it out. Like, I think it speaks for itself. Like, it's without question the most comprehensive weight mastery program you're ever going to see. I've been around the block here. Uh, yeah, you you tell me, <laughs> go look at it. And if there's a program that's more comprehensive, like in every way, mindset-wise, practicality, um, you know, it, it's got everything you need. And I mean, things you'll never even imagine, to be honest, you know? And so, um, yeah, go check it out. But that, that's that's a better. I don't want to say that because people that want one-on-one sessions and invest on that level; that they, they get a lot of value out of it. But for for most people, the, the better offering is is the group one that you can get, and it's at a discount right now, so it's a great time. What can I do when my sweet craving comes in the afternoon? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, what can you do? Again, the first step is to understand it. You know, what is triggering that sweet craving? You know, it might just be a habit. It might be partly. Energetic, You know, you might just kind of be down energy because you had a, no lunch or breakfast, you know. So first thing is want to kind of know what's going on here. Um, the next step is, the, again, the three R's of weight loss. You have reduce, replace, remove. And what most people do is just want to remove everything. I'm just going to stop eating, you know, in the afternoon. Well, maybe, you know, if that works for you, great. But if not, you can reduce or replace it with something else. You say, maybe I'll, I'll eat it. I can have the sweet. Let's just say the sweets is a handful of M&Ms, usually two handfuls. And let's say, you know, one option. Again, I'm just... Don't worry about the specifics I'm saying. Understand the process I'm using here. So there's a oh stop eating MMs. You know what I mean? Oh, just stop eating MMs. Oh my God. <laughs> Don't we need more options at this point? Fuck. I mean, you've been at this for decades. It's like you're one size, you got your willpower. I'm just gonna stop doing that. I'm gonna just stop eating MMs. Mm. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. So it's like start being more flexible. Start living in the gray area, you know, instead of that black and white all or nothing. Okay, and so um, you know, you could say to yourself, for example, okay, I usually eat two handfuls of M&Ms in the afternoon. I'm going to change this up. I'm going to, you know, if I get hungry in the afternoon, if I'm hungry, I'll eat, I'm going to bring a carrot, celery, whatever. I'm going to be a bit of carrot and I'm going to eat a carrot first. And then if I eat the carrot, then I can have a handful of M&Ms. You know what I mean? Again, I'm just making stuff. Up. Notice the process and that works or doesn't work. Then we come back and we reflect on it. Again, the most important part of the Program Yourself Thin system is the Program Yourself Thin technique. It's a one to two minute self-hypnosis technique you use at night. And this is the cornerstone of the whole program because it it anchors you in to your weight mastery. See, right now, the biggest problem you have is that you're very conditional. So if you have a good day, well, the, the chances of you going on to tomorrow are, are, are okay, you know. But if you have a bad day, the chances of you picking it up and starting again tomorrow are almost nil. And that's your biggest problem, you know, is that you have almost no ability to get back on track fast. And so... That is the number one skill you need to master your weight, period, is you need the ability to get back on track quickly. And so the quickest way to be able to do that is to have a process that's anchored into your life that happens regardless if you had a good or a shitty day. And so I like to think about like brushing your teeth, right? This is an automated, be- automated behavior you have that you just do on autopilot. And whether you ate a lot of sugar or didn't, you still do it. And then you kind of start fresh again, you know? And so it's the same thing here. This one, two minute technique it's really two techniques. There's a redo technique where you look over the day and if you made a mistake, you correct it, you learn from it. Holy shit, can you imagine? <laughs> imagine making a mistake and learning and getting better from it? Holy shit, would you think that would be valuable, folks? <laughs> because as soon as you like kind of buy into that idea that, yeah, you know what, I'm gonna make mistakes and I wanna have a strategy, I wanna have a process in place so I can learn from them. Well, that changes everything because what have you been doing? You're on the perfect path. Right? I'm going to start Monday and I'm just going to be perfect until I get to my goal weight. And then the second you're not perfect, it feels catastrophic. It feels like you've totally fell off the wagon. You're done. That's why you're all or nothing. And all or nothing isn't going to get it done. You need to become all or something and you need to have a process in place where you learn from your mistakes. That changes everything. And so it's the redo, rete- redo and the rehearsal technique. So every night you're kind of redoing the day and you, you pick one thing and you fix it. And then tomorrow, you, you imagine tomorrow is the person you want to be. How often are you doing that? <laughs> how much are you thinking of yourself the way you want to be? And how much are you thinking of yourself the way you don't want to be? I know the answer. I don't even know you, and I know the answer. You think about yourself the way you don't want to be, the way you currently are, 100% of the time. Your mindset is wrapped up in the problem, and it specifically sounds like this. You're in your head constantly saying things like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I stick to a plan? Why can't I eat better? Why can't I lose weight? Why do I keep overeating? Why do I keep snacking in the morning? Why do I keep waking up at three in the morning and eating bread? Why do I keep fucking up? Why am I so stupid? Why am I a failure? Why don't I ever lose this weight? And that is where your head is at 100% of the time when it comes to your weight. And so what you don't realize is you think you're gonna get to some magical answer that's gonna fix everything, but what you're actually doing is you're doing hypnosis on yourself. Because every time you ask, why do I keep overeating? What do you think you're imagining in your mind? Let me give you an example, right? Because I'll tell you not to think about something. Your, your subconscious mind doesn't understand negatives. Sorry, Vicky, if you're here. But if I tell you don't think about, so don't think about what I'm about to say. Don't think about a banana. Don't think about a banana. Don't think about a banana, <laughs> right? What are you thinking about? You think about a banana, right? And so you are constantly thinking about what's wrong with you. And what you're subconsciously thinking about is you're constantly reinforcing and imagining yourself the way you don't want to be. You're imagining yourself overeating. You're imagining yourself not losing weight. You're imagining yourself struggling constantly. And that's what you're getting, you know? And it's very clear because you're constantly programming yourself. You don't even know you're programming yourself. You don't even know about your conscious, subconscious mind. You have no idea about any of this stuff, but this is what you're doing. And this is why you're stuck. So what happens when all of a sudden, let's just say you start out, you start with the basics of the program, just the, the simplest parts, five minutes in the morning, you start, you relax, you listen to your session. The program is delivered through your phone because I know that's hard. The hardest part of change is remembering to change because <laughs> we're all on autopilot, right? And so the hardest part is just remember to change. So I, the program's through your phone because I know the program's part of your life, or your phone's part of your life. And so now all of a sudden you wake up in the morning, there's a message from me. Hey, how's it going? Let's listen to your session this morning. You sit down, you listen to your five-minute hypnosis session. You relax, come of, like, oh. Feels nice. You hear positive stuff going in your head. You learn to think like a thin person. And then at night you get another reminder. Hey, program yourself. And here's a link to another sleep gnosis session, the 10-minute session at night that you listen to with another mantra in it. But you take two minutes and you imagine yourself as you want to be, the person you want to be, in the context that you find yourself in, in the situations you live in. You imagine yourself the person you want to be. You start building that identity. Right? You clarify and connect to who you want to be. You're not doing that at all at all you've never done that you think you're going to lose the weight and then become the person you want to be well for all of you who lost the weight and then put it back on what happened it doesn't fucking work that way you have to become the person you want to be on the inside first program yourself then is an inside out approach to weight mastery you're doing the outside in thing and it's not working but i know shit (laughs) anyways um Sometimes I'll eat and I won't even taste good, but I'll keep eating. Any thoughts? Yeah, yeah, I get that one, right? That, again, that's just the subconscious nature. It's like, you know, if someone's like, oh, I eat fast. I'm going to slow down my eating. Mm, okay, let, let, let me know how that goes. <laughs> you know, so why do you eat the way you eat, right? Most of your behaviors are subconsciously oriented. You have a conscious mind, and a subconscious mind. The subconscious part of your mind is the part that runs all your habitual thoughts, feelings, and behaviors, you know? So if you say all of a sudden, you, say, oh, you know what? I'm going to eat slower. No, you're fucking not going to eat slower, you know, what I mean, not unless you have a, a subconsciously oriented way to change yourself eating slower, you know, but if you say, oh, you know what? I eat too fast. I got to slow down my eating. Yeah. Okay. Let me know how that goes. So you need to approach it differently. There's a difference between knowing what to do and being able to get yourself to do it. And that's between the conscious and subconscious mind. You're con- you have two minds, right? Conscious and a subconscious mind. The conscious part of your mind is the logical, rational part of you that knows why you want to lose weight, what you should do to lose weight, um, tries to get you to lose. That's where your willpower is. And so that's what you're always focusing on. But it's your subconscious mind that's truly running your weight, you know? Think about it this way. When you've tried to lose weight in the past, you try you start a diet, you try to eat better. It's like you... you I mean, how much more could you want to lose weight, right? You think about it all the time. And so you start okay, I'm going to eat weight. And then all of a sudden there's some party that compels you to eat the wrong thing. How do you explain that? What's your explanation? I think you're going to find you don't really have one, which is a big problem <laughs> because, Hey, what the fuck you've been trying to lose weight for, for decades here. How can you know as little about how to lose weight now as you did before you started your first diet? How is that possible? You know, that's how you know you're in a, you're in a trap. You're in a carnival, you're in a carnival uh, game, you know, that's what the diets are. The diets are carnival games where they, they try and make something really hard. That seem really easy, you know, cause all kinds of problems, but, um, but yeah, you don't, you don't know, like, so it's like you have no foundation under your weight loss. You've got you you get spontaneously motivated because some painful thing happens. You step on the scale, you see the picture of yourself, the clothes don't fit, see your reflection, you get really upset, and then you go, "I gotta do something." You pick some extreme plan, you try and enact willpower and force yourself to act different. It lasts a couple days, and then you stop doing it, and then you repeat that same process. And you've done that process probably hundreds of times, you know, and so and you'll continue to, you you you'll you'll do it less and less because it gets harder and harder to do that as you get older because you start to develop the belief that fuck it. Even when I lose the weight, I put it back on. I'm, I'm not doing it anymore. And that's where most of my clients, to be honest, that's where my, most of my clients are at. You know, They're smart, successful people that, that think about weight loss 24 hours a day, can't get themselves to do anything to make it happen. Why? Because they've tried all the diets and they don't work. So they don't know what to do. But they're not going to do that shit anymore. <laughs> you know. So what's the alternative? Well, the alternative is it's a mindset-based approach. I mean, Jesus, wouldn't it be nice to understand your mind a bit? you know, like even the mindset section, right? So I say like, okay. And I always like the two buzzwords I always say like, so in program yourself, then there's three pillars of weight mastery, mindset, lifestyle eating. Okay. But there's, those are buzzwords now. Like, hey, you know what? I don't need a diet. I got to change my mindset or I don't need a diet. I got to change my lifestyle. Get out of here. What do you even mean by that? What do you mean by changing my mindset? What do you mean by changing your lifestyle? It's just vague words and program yourself. Then mindset is six specific categories you go through in a workbook and you fill in the blanks so that you have these six categories filled out, you know? One of the categories is habits, okay? Because wouldn't it be nice to understand the neuroscience of habits so you could approach changing your habits in a strategic way as opposed to just, that's it, I'm going to change my habit. Uh, no, you're not. <laughs> you're not going to change your fucking habit. God, you know what I mean? You've got to look back and say, you know what? That ain't working. That ain't work. I gotta do something different. But imagine if you understood the neuroscience. App. I'm not saying like just understand that makes everything like instantly better, but at least now you're walking a fucking a path that makes sense. Cause you're at a point now, it, it, it's you're flummoxed. <laughs> Cause you're like, what the fuck? I'm a smart, intelligent person. I'm successful over here, but I have no control of my weight. I, like, you know, and you live in this nonstop frustration, and you have no ability to understand what the fuck's going on. You know, so that's why I get out here and talk to you all because it's like it bums me out so much because it's life and death. You know, my dad died of a heart attack at 54. I'm not talking about wearing, losing weight so you can wear a bathing suit at the beach. That's cool. Like, that's fun too. <laughs> that's a nice bonus. But I'm talking about you living as long as you can. I'm talking about the best quality of life you possibly can have. I'm talking about being there for the people you love every second you can possibly be there. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's way more important than just wearing a bathing suit to the beach. You know, it's, it's way more that's why i do this stuff you know um sorry i'm just tuning in what do you suggest and please um that's exactly what i do what do you think about calorie counting um calorie counting i don't like it because again it's a very conscious oriented approach it's micromanaging all your eating it's very unnatural you know humans we're built to be on autopilot you know what i mean like like we're just we go on autopilot that's the that's the right way we're supposed to be um and so what you're doing with dieting is you're always trying to consciously act differently, but what we're doing in program yourself then is you're looking to reprogram your subconscious mind so that you automatically do the things that keep at your goal weight. I haven't dieted in 30 years. I dropped 50 pounds. I haven't dieted in 30 years. I don't even work out. So, so it's been it's been 100% by changing how I eat and how I live. That's how I master my weight. You know. So calorie counting. I think calorie counting is fine as an exercise to calibrate where you're at because. Again, a lot of people underestimate how much calories they're consuming. So in that sense it's good. It's good to do as a calibration exercise and say, "Okay, I think this is 100 calories." And then you count them and you say, "Oh shit, that was 200 calories." Well, that's helpful to know. <laughs> but I don't want to set myself up to have to measure and count calories. I never do that, you know? Um, if I'm eating something new, I'll kind of I'll be aware of the calories. So I'm I'm definitely calorie aware. But I don't like tracking and counting every single calorie. I I just I'd rather put that mental energy into other things that'll serve me better. Um or keep eating because it tastes so good and I'm not even hungry. Yeah, yeah, I get that, I get that. Hey, Ricky, what's up, Ricky? I didn't see you there, we are still here. You guys are right here on that one, girl. Yeah, the the keep eating one, right? Uh, Again, so much of that's just the way you are. You know, a lot of that's lifestyle. You're stressed out, you're overwhelmed, you're just bouncing from one thing to the other. You're eating processed food that's meant to be really addictive. There's a lot of factors that go into it. So I can't just sit here and say, I'll just do this. You know what I mean? It really is, you have to shift up the whole approach. You know what I mean, it is all I can say with that. But you can actually, you can change that. Can you talk about your program? Yeah, absolutely. Um, program Yourself then is, it's a hypnosis based program. But I wanna be clear, I've been doing this for 20 years. I've done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions. So like hypnosis isn't enough for you to master your weight, okay? You need strategy, you need uh, an approach and, and a concept for how to master weight that makes sense. And you need the reinforcement of hypnosis so that you can reprogram your subconscious mind into that of a thin person. So as I say, there's three pillars to weight mastery. And I'll make like a pyramid shape because that, that, that's a good way to think of it. Mindset's on the bottom. It's the most important. It's the foundational piece. Then lifestyle and then eating, right? Now, most people just do the eating with no foundation under it. It's like trying to create a house from the roof down, right, not effective. So um, there's, there's three kind of main components with the Program Yourself Thin System. The first one is the daily... The daily hypnosis session so every morning like i said it's delivered through your phone so every morning you wake up there's a five minute hypnosis session you listen to it relaxes you it calms you down and you're putting really positive stuff in your mind okay so um, it's thoughts and ideas that you don't think and once you start thinking them and you start thinking in this way and they're delivered in a hypnotic way so they're more experiential it starts to impact the way you think you start to think like a thin person so that's the that's the first part the next part is the Program Yourself Thin technique, right? It takes a minute or two, you do it at night. And again, it's the redo rehearsal technique, right? It's really powerful. And so, again, you replay your day, you, you fix something because you're gonna make mistakes. See, what makes Program Yourself then so unique is it's not, you don't start your first day being perfect. You start your first day doing what you normally do, but all of a sudden you find you're eating better because you feel more relaxed, because you're thinking more clearly, you're more connected to your goal. Right? So there's that. And then as you start to articulate, what are the big problems I have? Like, what's the worst eating habit I have? Then we focus on that one thing and we come up with real genuine, strategic, systematic solutions to resolve it. So that it's not this willpower thing where you're forced yourself to do it. You've got a real strategy. So it feels comfortable and you just automatically change it up. And once you got that, then you move on to the next one. So that, you know, three months from now, six months from now, a year from now, you're living and looking completely different. You know, so again, those are the two components, and then there's the blueprints, right? Again, it's a whole workbook that you fill out, so that you fill out your mindset blueprint, your lifestyle blueprint, and your eating blueprint. It's customized to you. You've got to customize a plan around you, you know. And um, and then there's a bunch of bonuses. I'm not going to go into all those, but again, it's the most comprehensive. This is a program. Like I said, it costs ten, ten, twenty-five thousand dollars now to work with me privately. Okay. And so, this is a program that I offer group coaching with, which right now, again, the group's small, so it's like you can get in there and work with me. You know what I mean for a fraction of this price, and um, and I help you do that. And I just add an off op- an option as well that I know even the other thing's a little much for people, so you get the entire program without the coaching now. You know, so again, I, I make a whole video. I don't wanna, I want to spend all my time talking about it, but you can go go to my bio, click on that link, go check it out. You know, I mean, it, it's such I don't know, it just makes sense. I think I think you'll see. You know what I mean. Um, My husband says the same common sense stuff about protein. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Celery juice. I don't like the juice anyways. Um, I like to eat things in their natural state. Uh, And the group coaching, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Well, check it out. I'm usually not great with groups. Yeah, I get that. These groups are awesome because uh, it, it's it really, I got to tell you, like I've been doing the group thing since January and every single person in there has been kick-ass. Like there's not been one one person like that. So so yeah, there's no tolerance for that. Everyone that gets in this program is just a uh, stellar. I got to tell you, a stellar person. Um, and I think you'll find, because a lot of people say what you're saying and, and it's, you know, people just real open and honest. So I got to say it's a great group. Yeah, you get your personal time with Jim, plus you learn from other group members. Yeah, it, it really, I got to say, like, I've been doing private coaching this whole time. This is the first group thing I've done, um, except I, I certified a bunch of programming something coaches last year. So I spent time with them in a group setting, um, and it worked really well. And so that's why I was able to do the group thing this year. I'm kind of offering it. Um, I'm kind of discounting it here. And again, that price will go up, too, because, again, I, I'm just kind of, I've been running a couple iterations of it because the program, I just redesigned the program in January and I want to make sure it was really solid. So I had the group. So I was working with people and, and tweaking the program um, and I've run two two cycles of it. And um, now that the program itself is so good, I tested it out with some people that weren't doing the coaching and they got amazing results. So now I feel comfortable the programs where it needs it to be to just do that on its own. But yeah, you should absolutely invest in the coaching. I'm working with me, you know, usually, <laughs> fuck the groups because your, your chance to work with me, I'm telling you, I, mean, I don't want to sound like, like an egomaniac here, but um there's very few people that have the skill set I have. You know what I mean? I, I really like, I'm on the ground floor with normal people, helping them master their weight. I'm not sitting here telling you what to do. I'm literally working with you to move you through subconscious blocks you have, limiting beliefs to the other side. You know, and I do that. That's what I do. I, I get people coming in feeling like shit and turning them around. That's my greatest skill. So I would say, in that sense, it, it's absolutely worth that investment. Um, I'm very hesitant on the idea of hypnosis, but I really want to try it. Can you shut on how it works? Yeah, great question, Lindsay. And I get being hesitant on hypnosis. it's it's frustrating, I tell you as a hypnotherapist to see like the way people think about hypnosis is so goofy. you know what I mean? because the primary way people think about hypnosis first I was a stage hypnosis, which it's a stage show. you know what I mean like I'm certified as a stage hypnotist. It's all it's all state. it's 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 show business. Do you know what I mean? Because I, I had a hypnosis office and I would try some of those things in, in an office. That, that shit doesn't work in an office one-on-one one, one person. You see, that stage stuff is re- relying on that audience and, and there's a lot of dynamics, social dynamics that are being used. So it's normal for people to have weird ideas of hypnosis. So let me let me clarify for you. We all, we're constantly in hypnosis, using hypnosis, and we always will. There's no way around it. The simplest way to understand hypnosis is not going into a trance as much as it is, it's the process of influencing your subconscious mind. And you experience hypnosis every single time you watch a movie or a TV show, okay? You're sitting there relaxed, calm, passively, and you're basically vicariously living whatever you're watching on the screen, you know? Now, if you're watching sports, you're literally releasing adrenaline in your body. You're sitting on your sofa watching TV, but you're, body actually feels like it's in a sporting event, right? If you're watching a sad movie, you genuinely feel sad. If you're watching a comedy, you're actually feeling happy. So the reason that works is because your subconscious mind, the language of the subconscious mind is imagination. And so when you watch movies and TV shows, you're using your imagination to experience things, okay? So I actually, I, I have a little tweak on it. Really, what I do is a process I came up with myself, and I call it self-hypnotic programming. So you don't need to go into a deep trance to program your subconscious mind. You just need to relax and bring your attention inwards. And the way you program your subconscious mind is through your imagination. And so the the, the there's kind of two key ways you hypnotize yourself. And I'm gonna let you know how you mainly hypnotize yourself right now, because you're already using hypnosis. We are all our own best or worst hypnotist um, because you're up in your head talking to yourself. You know, it's an internal dialogue, do you know that? Like you're always in your head chatting. And so what you're saying to yourself is really dictating a lot of what your weight is, you know. And most likely, again, what you're saying in your head is, why do I keep screwing up? Why do I keep overeating? Why am I overweight? Why can't I stick with a plan? Why do I keep failing? And you keep asking questions that are all reinforcing this overweight, stuck version of you. Very rarely do you have a voice in your head saying, what's the best version of me? How can I be the happiest and the healthiest? How can I make weight loss easy and enjoyable? How can I make my weight loss automatic so that once I lose weight, it just maintains naturally on near autopilot? You ain't asking those questions and so you're never gonna come up with those answers. But once you have those answers, everything changes. you know. And so it's not a deep trance of hypnosis that just magically changes things. It's not that. It's very simply just relaxing, bringing your attention inwards, calming down physically, quieting down mentally, And starting to think like a thin person, asking the questions a thin person asks, having the mantras, right? There's there's just phrases you say that keep you overweight. And When you put new phrases in your mind, it changes the way that you perceive food, changes the way you behave, you know, at the core, you know, at the core level. Because right now you realize how powerful your subconscious programming is. Because think about it. You're doing everything you possibly can consciously to change your weight and it's not working. Why? Why? Why is that? What's your explanation? I say it's because your subconscious program is that of an overweight person. You inherited it from probably from your parents, people you were around. Oh, they were thin and healthy. Gym. I don't know. Well, then you just rebelled against that, and it, again, that's where it came from, you know. And you had no ability to change your subconscious programming. Can you change your subconscious program? Of course, right? Um, it's just like it, it's uh, it's more along the lines of learning how to write with the other hand. You don't need to learn how to write again. You just need to practice with the other hand. It's just practicing it, and you have no you have no concept or process available to you where you can practice being a thin, healthy person. You just, the only thing you have is a diet where you step into tomorrow and just, I'm just going to be health, thin and healthy. I'm just going to force myself to be thin and healthy now. You know, no, you're not. You need to be able to have a, you need to have a, a structure in place, a path you're walking where you're practicing it. Instead of trying to be 100% perfect tomorrow, you'd be 1% better tomorrow, 1% better the next day the end of the year, you're not 365% better, you're a magnitude of that better, right? The the, the improvement's exponential because it keeps improving on what became before it, but it's way more comfortable. So I hope that makes sense. Um, (laughs) Celery juice. uh, How can I stop thinking about food? Um, You know, the thing isn't to stop thinking about food. And of course, right? Our subconscious mind doesn't understand negatives, right? So I say, stop thinking about your favorite dessert. Stop thinking about your favorite dessert right? And that's what dieters are doing. So there's an example of how you're already hypnotizing yourself and it's doing literally literally the exact opposite of what you think. There's a good example of this, right? You go on your diet and you say, okay, no more carbs. I can't eat more carbs, right? And you don't think carbs. You say, oh, no more bread. I can't eat more bread. No more pizza. I can't eat more pizza. I can't eat more pizza from Roberto's down the street. Can't eat more pepperoni pizza from Roberto's down the street that I love to eat on Friday nights after I got out of work. No more pizzas from Roberto's after work, after a hard week of work. I can't look forward to Roberto's pizza anymore, no more Roberto's pizza, I can't eat Roberto's pizza, fuck it, Roberto's, give me a pizza, (laughs) you know what I mean, like, is that not sound, like, is that not somewhat like what you experience, you know what I mean, like, in a nutshell, and so, you know what I mean, like, you have no idea how to use your mind, and and so, like, the results you're getting to me make complete sense, because I look at things subconsciously, right, but you, you're flummoxed, you're like, I don't understand, all I do is think about weight loss, I'm not losing weight, yeah, because you're always thinking about what you're doing wrong, you always think about the wrong foods that you're trying not to think about. Ain't working, you know? So how do you think about food? You don't wanna stop thinking about food. You wanna think about food, but you wanna think about it differently. You wanna think about the foods that keep you thin and healthy. And you wanna think about the pleasure foods. Again, program yourself thin, the 5-2 model, it's so elegant. I mean, there's so much psychology and strategy built into that. It's just unbelievable. I mean, even the 5-2 model, it's really built primarily, it's built around dopamine manipulation. You know, I'm not gonna go into all the details of dopamine, but that's the main thing driving your behaviors. Okay. And, um, long story short, if you try and just say, I'm not going to eat any more, no more cookies, no more sweets. That's the fastest way to just run yourself right to those sweets. So that does, that's not a good strategy. What's a better strategy is to know you can eat them, but you just, you change how you're eating them. You, you eat less of them. You, you compress when you're eating them, eat them differently. Okay. Anyway, so don't stop thinking about the food you have to think about it differently. Um, think about fruits and vegetables instead of bad carbs. That works for me. No, that's a great strategy. Hello, oh my God. (laughs) Okay, so how do we do it? Um, Yeah, anyone that wants to do it, just go to my bio and click the link. It's right there, you know? And, and, you know, I just made it. So it's like, you can get the program without the coaching. Again, if that's the only program you can get, get it. It's it's an amazing program, okay? But if it's a little bit of a stretch to get the coaching, get the coaching. I'm telling you, it's eight weeks of working with me, twice a week. I mean, it is, I I just, (laughs) again, I mean, you see what I'm saying? I mean, you're not hearing anyone talk about it. I, you know what I mean? I'm not sitting here like a conceited asshole. Like, I just, I've got a very unique take on this. And it just, listen, it started, okay? Just a little bit of background here. I'll, I'll get through your questions real quick. And I got to get out of here in a minute. Um, it started for me, you know, I, I was raised, standard American diet, Greek, okay? And my dad was an eater. Like, he was just, he was a hard worker, awesome, funny guy, just an awesome dude. Um, but he loved to eat. That was like a huge part of his identity. Everyone knew him as an eater. Right. And so he died at 54 of a heart attack. You know, so here I am, I'm like, oh shit. You know, and I kind of knew even at nine years old, I was like, I'm never going to let that happen to me. Now, 10 years later, I'm 50 pounds overweight, you know, 50 pounds heavier than I am now. And I'm like, I don't know how to think like a thin person. I, I didn't realize that. The point I learned NLP, neuro linguistic programming, and the, the whole idea of NLP is it's like the science of role modeling. They say, if you want to get a result, find people that already got the result and interview them. Ask them what they do. Not just what they did externally, how are they thinking? You know, what, what's the inner game they're, they're they're working with? And so I began doing that. I go into the why, and I'd be fine people that lost weight and kept it off for a while and I begin speaking with them. And almost instantly, I was like, holy shit. These people are thinking way differently than I do. Way different. They're running way different internal programs. So I began modeling a lot of that stuff and thinking differently. And um, yeah, that that's... That's what the program's built for. It's to change the way you're thinking in a, a very robust way and practical way, practical, you know? Again, every diet out there, like I can't, it's almost seems neglectful to me that someone would just say like, oh, just eat this. Like I could sit here and write, oh, just eat my meal plan. This is what I eat, eat this, you'll lose weight. You would, but you wouldn't be able to follow it. So what's the point, you know? And so I don't give you a shit. Like, I'm not gonna tell you what I eat. I wanna help you eat what you wanna eat that's gonna help you live at your goal weight. And that's what the program really is. Um, what's your opinion about prolonged water fasting? I think it's stupid. I, I just don't, unless you're doing it for some spiritual reason, if you're doing it to lose weight, you're not going to lose any weight. You know, what you're going to do is you're going to lose a little bit of weight and then you're going to put it back on and then you're going to be all depressed about it. And then you're going to be obsessed with food on top of it. And then whatever metabolic damage you may do, you know, so I don't understand it. You know, um, I really don't understand that. I, I know people get so desperate. They just want to lose weight, but you've got to stop that shit. You've got to stop looking for instant results Again, so here's what I say, right? Program yourself Thin is about weight mastery. And I make that distinction because everyone's wrapped up in weight loss. And all you think, I just want to lose weight, I just want to lose weight, I just want to lose weight. Well, then what do you want to do? How long do you want to keep the weight off for? Oh, forever. Well, what are you gonna do once you lose the weight? I don't know, Jim, stop killing my buzz, I'll figure it out. <laughs> no, you won't. No, you won't. How many on your lost weight and put it back on them? I mean, it's a story, it's everyone's story, right? So right off the bat, with program yourself then, it's about getting to your goal weight and living there for the rest of your life on near autopilot. That's the goal. And so right off the bat, we're setting that out as the outcome we're looking for. So that's going to make us ca- find different strategies to make that happen. Because now we're not just worried about how fast we can lose weight. We're, we're concerned about how long we're going to be able to live with it. So I won't start. I would never water fast. Why would I do that? It's not something I can maintain. So that's just disappointment on, on layaway, you know? And so what I'm doing is I'm, anything I'm going to do, I'm bouncing off. Am I going to do that when I'm 110? Am I going to want to do that? If yeah, then I'm going for it. And now here I sit before you, and it's like I said, I've mastered my way. I, I've been in the same way for 30 years without any exercising. Like I do yoga, but it's the most gentle yoga. You burn more calories sitting on the sofa. Like it, it's not burning calories. I've mastered what I put in my mouth. That's the secret. And so I can do that till I'm 150 because it's not relying around me doing some crazy workouts, some fucking really difficult, miserable thing. I love, I love the way that I eat. I love the way that I live, and I love all the mindset work. I love it. You know, but it's all built around me. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's the difference. You know, I'll, I'll be this way forever because I set it up that way. Um, so where do we start baby steps? Yeah, absolutely. That, that's it, baby steps. Because it's it's just like anything else. You know, I always refer back to like the piano, but it's like, if you want to learn to play the piano, you wouldn't just hop in tomorrow, practicing for like 10 hours a day, right? You get through the first day, your, your fingers will be cramped up. You wouldn't be able to practice the next couple of days. That's metaphorically what you're doing with the dieting. You're jumping in, you're way over correcting way too soon. And you're not setting yourself up for long-term success. It's just, a, you're just winging it. It's just irrational. It's just, it's just being a baby. I I'm going to lose the weight. You're just all emotional and just like, I'm going to do it. And you're not, you're not, it doesn't work. You're, you're o- way overdoing it. You're just, I always joke around like, like to, metaphorically, right? So it's like, um, you know, to, to run a mile around like a track, it's four laps around the track, right? And so it's like the, it's like the person who starts off the race and they run the first quarter as fast as they possibly can. So they get to the, the first quarter and they're wiped out now, you know? And now they, get, they go back to the beginning of this, they run as fast as they can, right? And they burn themselves out, they get the first quarter, then they start. And that's what you're doing with the diets. You you run that first quarter of the track. You know what I mean? Over and over, that's all you do with your diets. You can't get past a couple days. If you get past a couple days, you can't get past a couple of weeks. If you get past a couple of weeks, the couple of times you've done it, you're not getting past a couple months. It's almost impossible. You know, and so it's like you're so oriented to short-term um, thinking about your weight loss. That's that's the number one mindset thing that's fucking you up, that's keeping you stuck, is that you think short-term instead of long-term. That's the biggest difference. Um, what about emotional eating? Yeah, emotional eating is a huge part of that, right? Um, that's a whole part of the program. Because again, we've been trained to use eating as the main emotional management strategy, you know? So if you're gonna master your weight, you've gotta figure out, you've gotta learn how to manage your emotions genuinely how to experience the emotions you want to experience, and how to deal with the shitty emotions you don't want to feel without food. So yeah, that's a core core component of the program. 36-hour um, fast because I messed up yesterday. I mean, yeah, if it works for you. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not judging. You know what I mean? If it works for you. But if it doesn't work for you, you know what I mean? Do something different next time. Do you have tips on what to do after a binge? Yeah, um, you know, drink some water, just go for a walk, get some sleep, and then learn from it. What happened? Analyze it. Monday morning, you know, like at NFL, they always watch the game film. You know, go back and look at what what happened to this binge. Where did it happen? Why did it happen? Were you too hungry? Were you emotional? What was going on? Understand it. Were you just eating addictive food? You know what I mean. Like what was happening? You know, um, don't just accept. Don't just beat yourself up. Most people have to make a mistake. <clears throat> Most people have to make a mistake. They either just avoid it and ignore it. You don't know, go to denial or they beat themselves up, you know, but they never learn from it and grow and evolve from it. That's the big problem. Um, how many pounds can you lose in a week? I don't know. Who cares? I care about how much pounds you can keep off for a year. You know, do you do one-on-one? Um, I don't at this point. I do, I do have a private group coaching, but it does start at $10,000. So it's a lot, but you can work with me one-on-one in a group setting, um, in my coaching program. I mean, I can't tell you, and I say this now because that price is gonna go up probably in a month or so. It's gonna be double. And then it's gonna go up more because I'm gonna keep that group limited um, because I don't wanna have too many people in it that I can't work with you. You get a lot of individual attention from me, you know? So go check out that program, invest in the um, in the group coaching. I'm working with you eight weeks, twice a week. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, I'm there for you. It's, it's, a, it's crazy, it's a good deal. Um, hey Jim, thank you so much. I'll see you in the program later this evening. All right, Doriane, I'm really excited to see you in there. How can we lower our cortisol? Um, yeah, practice relaxation. You know, again, that's a part of the program that that fundamentally changes you, is you learn to relax and calm down. You know, and um, you know, it's to that point that. Uh, The lifestyle piece of mastering your weight, it's really eight habits. It's proper sleep, proper hydration, relaxation, breathing, nourishment, movement, meditation, gratitude. And when you get those things into your life, it changes you at a cellular, um, chemical, biological level. You know, cortisol, all those things. And there's way more benefits than just the cortisol release. All right. Um, I have an ACL surgery next week and I'm going to be not walking for six weeks and don't want to gain. Yep. Um, and again, in that case, you just got to master your reading. You know, it's mastering your reading. You don't even have to move anymore to lose weight. I'm going through menopause and friends make excuses for this, but what are we to put in our mouth? Um, yeah, when it comes to menopause, again, it's really you got to fixate and focus more on the lifestyle pieces of it. Okay. Um, because you don't know how much is the menopause and how much is the unhealthy lifestyle. You know, once you clean up your lifestyle, then you have a clearer idea of what's going on. Um, ideally, would we need to pick a diet strategy to go along with this hypnosis mindset shift? Um, listen, the, my program's diet agnostic. What that means is, if you want to be a carnivore, I support you in that. If you want to be a vegetarian, vegan, I, I, the program supports you in that. But there's also guidance. Again, there's there's three blueprints. There's a mindset blueprint, a lifestyle blueprint, and an eating blueprint that you fill out. The eating blueprint, um, again, I give you there, there's a I give you a lot of bonus trainings giving you kind of some nourishment training, I would say. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a dietitian, But I give you some guidance about how I would structure my eating and the concepts and the context I use. Um, but you bring in what you want to do, you know. So whatever's worked for you, your kind of philosophy of eating, you bring that in and then we tweak it and optimize it so it works better for you, you know. So, yeah, you, you figure out, listen, ultimately you've got to create a diet strategy and eating strategy that's a one size fits one plan. It needs to work for you. You know, and some it takes trial and error and some it's just fitting, you know, what what works with you? What fits your your preferences, your genetics, your lifestyle? And so we figure that out during the program. Do you do Ericksonian hypnotherapy? Yeah, um, I, I do, I use, um, I absolutely use aspects of that. I'm using conversational hypnosis all the time. Uh, does your program address the relationship one has with food and why they use food as comfort? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My program does all that, I mean, it's like, again, there, there's a lot, so, you know, it, it, because I've done about 5,000 private weight loss sessions, so I'm used to like working with someone that's digging in it because I can tell what the thing is. Um, so the program has a lot of stuff in it and I kind of guide you which parts are going to be most important. So when it comes to like relationships with food and the emotional pieces, using food for the comfort, there's a whole section on uh, dealing with emotions and how to feel emotions genuinely so that you don't need the food to feel it. And so it, the important thing here, it's not about stopping yourself from emotional eating. It's about fulfilling your emotional needs in better ways than food can. I hope that makes sense, how powerful that can be. How do you get out of the cycle of binge eating? Um, Kelly, that's a great question. I wish I had time to go into that, I gotta get out of here. But if I catch on the next Live Ask Man, I will answer that more. What number is skinny enough for a girl five, three, uh, goal weight. I'll, I'll end on this. Goal weight is something you have to think about differently because you can't just pick a number, right? There's no number. The number has no meaning. You have to look at the weight you want to be at and you have to take into account what it's going to take lifestyle and eating wise to achieve that weight. And you want to look for the weight that's going to give you the best quality of life. Don't pick a number that's down here where you got to eat carrots and drink water all the time. That's a shitty quality of life. Make sure you're picking a weight that's, you know, congruent with the life that you want to lead or willing to lead. Okay, and find the weight that's going to give you the best quality of life. That's that's the key question there. Um, How much is the group program? The group program's a thousand dollars right now. Again, that's going to go up to two grand, and then up to probably four or five eventually. Um, But you can get it without the group coaching. Okay, so if you want to get started with it, it's worth it. um, You can do that without it. What are the eight components again? Proper sleep, hydration, relaxation, breathing, nourishment, movement, meditation, gratitude. Um, those are them. And of course, yeah, in the program, we, we work to install those in and, and we do it practically. There's one strategy that you can get six of those. You know, you can experience six of those uh, quickly and easily. So again, uh, yeah, if you've been enjoying this and you like this, again, the program, you know, it's the way to go. It's it's commitment. Um, you're going to be, I always call it like, it's an at-home immersion program, right? So it's, it's immersive and it's really like a weight loss cocoon. You know what I mean? Like where you really kind of go in there and you really, you change from the inside out into the person you want to be. That's the big difference. It's not It's not about trying to lose weight so I can feel better. It's about feeling better so you can lose weight easily. Hope that makes sense. But go check it out. Yeah, at least owe it to yourself to go look at the program and find out what it's about. Um, you can go learn about it. There's a quick video there that breaks it down. See what it is. And I hope to see you in the program. If you have any questions about it, you can message me on TikTok or send me a uh, an email at, at com. All right, everyone. Thank you so much. I appreciate you enjoyed this. Have a great day and we'll talk soon. Bye.